Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music. Good radio. Oh. 
in the morning I wake up to five for my yearnings Fear in my mind is a warning Pray to the one you're relying I've been wandering all day I tried to be fine but I can't be The noise in my mind wouldn't leave me I tried to get by but I'm burning I'm behind my mind Your feel good radio, fresh one at seven point nine FM. I build a good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from today, Friday, the twenty third of July, twenty twenty one. Wally Bakar is my name. Welcome to Freshly Pressed this morning. Time to take a look at the headlines uh, together uh, for one more time. Uh, this week, the Punch, the Guardian, the Nigerian Tribune. Uh, the Premium Times are some of the options available to us this morning. The Pempushin newspapers also uh, another available option uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number of them uh, to look out for. Uh, that's talking about the headlines this Friday. Uh, you know, we'll go right ahead, uh, mention some of them, and um, get talking this uh, morning. Uh, Mr. Eddie, I know, will be with me on the program. Uh, this morning and uh, together uh, we'll be taking a look at the headlines. Uh, so, uh, the lot of them are there this morning. COVID-19 testing stops in 13 states. Delta variant heating unvaccinated Nigerians. That's according uh, to the punch this morning. We've not stopped Nigerians from using Twitter. Federal government tells court. Also there on the punch. After six-hour hearing, Benekot releases Igbo's wife, remains activist, is another on the punch. COVID-19 wiped off $5 billion diaspora and remittances, says federal government, is another there. Don't assent to PIB, fresh hostilities loom in Niger Delta, says Dixon. Uh, that's also there on the punch. Uh, PDP knocks Buhari as president, says regime has succeeded. Uh, that's another uh, to look out for. Uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning, cooking gas prices so as to 500 naira per kilogram. Retailers, consumers lament. Uh, that's another on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, is there to look out for the Nigerian Tribune also this morning uh, with a couple of headlines uh, to look out for the Nigerian Tribune. Also talking about the COVID situation in the country. Uh, there is uh, this headline uh, on the Nigerian Tribune talking about medical, uh, talking about laboratories uh, in the country. It says only seven out of 5,349 medical labs in Nigeria meet international standard. That's uh, on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Cholera outbreak 300 hospitalized death toll uh, reaches 60 in Bochi. Uh, that's uh, in FCT, rather. Uh, that's um, on the Tribune as well this morning. Nigeria to suffer from inequitable vaccine rollout. That's according to the federal government. Uh, there is this one. Super Tokano aircraft arrives Nigeria from US. Also there this morning. Igbo remanded in Kotonu prison faces immigration offense trial. 
Uh, that's another on the Tribune this uh, morning. Uh, the report of uh, what happened at the uh, Beninua court yesterday, or the Beninese court yesterday, rather, uh, is on virtually all the dailies uh, this uh, morning. The Guardian as well uh, reporting that uh, particular development. Uh, a lot of the dailies saying Igbo remanded uh, in Benin Republic uh, is there on a lot of the dailies this morning. Anxiety as Kotonu Kora Johns till today returns Igbo to sell. Uh, that's how the Guardian uh, reported. Uh, there is, uh, I mean, there are a number of others on the Guardian uh, too. Uh, this um, Friday morning, uh, Minister warns on consequences of an even rollout of COVID nineteen vaccines. Uh, Tinubu Igbo candidacy divide APC's planned consensus option for twenty twenty three presidency. Uh, soldiers kill three Zaria villagers chasing bandits. Well, it's on the Guardian this morning. WHO, NCDC, alert to 77% rise in COVID-19 cases. Syriaki cautions National Assembly over usurpation of INEC powers on results transmission. That's on the Guardian as well. PDP wants suspended NPA DG Usman tried for alleged 165 billion naira fraud. Uh, that's there on the Guardian as well as uh, this uh, morning the premium times uh, there with some headlines as well the report of uh, the arrival of the super tokano jets uh, there on the premium times uh, remember that uh, the jets had left the u.s uh, some days back anyway uh, the premium Times says two more bethel school students escaped from kidnappers uh, that's according to the police uh, this uh, morning uh, there are a couple of others Insecurity. Six Super Tokano fighter jets arrived in Nigeria. Are still talking security. Gunmen kill two police officers, burn patrol vehicle in Enugu. There's also police engage bandits in shootout. Kill one. Uh, that's on the uh, Premium Times uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Pempushing newspapers also this uh, Friday uh, with uh, some headlines to look out for. Uh, we'll trying to get it all of that. Aha. Council poll. That's a quote. That's um, here in Ogun State. Council poll. People's Democratic Party withdraws from race in Ogun State. Uh, that's there on the Pempushing newspapers. Uh, there is also uh, Buhari is not interested in third term, says APC. Uh, that's on the pen pushing newspapers as well uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are a lot of them uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we will get to talk uh, as far as some of them are concerned in a moment. Uh, that would be after this pause. Remember, we're live on Facebook, all right, uh, for you to drop your contributions as we go on. You can watch us live. Feel free to share the videos as well. Please don't go anywhere. Ah, babe. I can't believe I won't see you again till next week. I've really missed you. <laughs> nah, I miss you more. That's impossible because I miss, miss, miss you more. <laughs> Me? I miss you like Elodie. <laughs> oh my. Wow, babe. <laughs> We've been talking for like forever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to hang up. No, you hang up. Okay, okay. Let's hang up on three. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. <laughs> you didn't hang up. <laughs> Neither did you, Joe. That's because I don't want to stop hearing your voice. Aww. 
Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Your pillow talk doesn't have to end when you talk all day long for just 11 co per second to all networks. Dial star 311 hash to get talking right away. Glow Unlimited. <laughs> Thank you for staying with us. It's freshly pressed uh, this Friday morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Mr. Idea, I know he's on the program with me this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, um, let's um, get straight to it. I had a very interesting conversation with yeah, Mike. Right, right, well, right. Um, let's um, start with the update from Benin Republic. Uh, first of this uh, morning is on virtually all the dailies, uh, but uh, from the Tribune, Igbo or remanded in Kotono prison faces immigration offence trial. Uh, spirited efforts by the federal government of Nigeria to uh, fast track the extradition of Yoruba nation activists. Chief Sunday, they more popularly known as Sunday Igbo, might have suffered setback as it will be tried for obtaining fake. Beninese international passport in Kotonu, Nigerian Tribune has gathered. Though details of what transpired in the court on Thursday when Igbo was brought alongside his wife Rockbo were still sketchy, sources informed the Tribune that authorities in the neighboring West African country insisted on fair trial for Igbo on immigration offense before considering the request of the Nigerian government for his extradition. The couple was arraigned at the court that appealed the Kotonu for immigration related offenses. While adjourning the matter till today, the court ordered Igbo to remain in prison custody. The court, however, ordered the release um, of his wife. Meanwhile, Igbo, as I had a Beninese lawyer identified as Raphael Evenu to handle his case. Evenu is currently an attorney to the president of the country. Igbo was arrested on Monday night at the Kajon Airport, Kotonu, with a fake Beninese passport while trying to flee to Germany. Um, a source said Igbo had given a statement to the police he was traveling with a Benoit passport adjudged to be fake. Igbo's lawyer, Yomi Ali USA, and while speaking on development, said the wife has been released and given a passport. The Nigerian government did not file anything on extradition. He just filed to give information to the court that he, want, he is wanted in Nigeria for gun running and some other offenses. They only filed information for the court to keep him in custody while they file charges against him. They just want the court to help them ensure he doesn't leave Kotonu and help them keep him in custody, and no court would do that. Uh, the Nigerian Tribune gathered that the Beninese government said it would not handle a request for extradition without first trying Igbo for the offense it was arrested for. The Nigerian government, through its ambassador to Benin Republic, took up Ratai, had mounted pressure on the Beninese government to extradite Igbo to Nigeria. It was gathered that the former chief of army staff wrote two letters to the government of the West African country where he insisted on the arrest and extradition of Igbo. Ratai had in the letters described the activist as a terrorist and a murderer. Um, the rest of it uh, is there on the Nigerian Tribune. Um, is also the report is there on virtually all the this morning, the Punch, the Guardian, uh, virtually all of them, uh, with the 
a report of what transpired yesterday in court. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, from uh, so, some of the reports we gathered, uh, it was a lot of supporters there yeah, sure. uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, people even from Nigeria moved to Kotonu yeah, yesterday yeah, to yeah, sure, you sure. know witness mm-hmm. it. There were a number of people in Kotonu already mm-hmm. uh, that were there, yeah. and uh, you know the report said it was a uh, test environment uh, mm-hmm. somewhat, but. Uh, we'd have to wait till today uh, to find out what the decision will be. But at least what we know is that the matter at hand or the case in court at the moment is a case of uh, fake passport and um, not an extradition hearing as uh, we've been discussing in the last couple of days. Although maybe that will come eventually, but at the moment that's not the case in court. Well, that may come eventually, but there are so many issues involved in this case. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the issue of fake passport, I think that's, that's what... Uh, the Benin government, you know, is trying to uh, unravel, and and I think that that that's genuine. Um, but the federal government had tried so many tricks, you know, to get him out. In fact, initially there was uh, an aircraft, you know, stationed at the airport, mm. and they were to grab the three of them. In fact, they did grab them, but they struggled and you know shouted. Then people came to their rescue. So that was why the federal government was not able to pick them, you know, to. Uh, Nigeria immediately, but it will have been done just like a uh, kind of a uh, 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 government kidnapping, you know. Uh, so that will have been done. But second issue has to do with uh, the extradition. Uh, there is this 1984 tripartite agreement between Nigeria, Kotogo, Ghana, you uh, know, and Benin. Mm. Okay, fine, that one is there, but beyond that is the fact that even that one may not work because it does not affect political refugees. And then the other issue is the international aspect of it. The Benin, you know, all the Francophone African countries, you know, the grip you know, that uh, France has over there. And it's, it's a payback time, you know, for Benin Republic and even France and Francophone African countries. Because when the borders were shut, they pleaded with Nigeria to open the border and it affected their economy seriously. And so France does not take kindly to such things. So that's the issue that's why the issue of extradition may not work in favor of Nigeria. But they will still they will still try because of the uh quadripartite you know agreement that we spoke about. But it's an issue that um, the international communities are you know must be taking a critical look at even France, Germany, if appeal to Germany and all that. But we are lucky. You know, or, or Igboho is lucky, you know, because Benin is not a country that does not believe in rule of law, you know, and due process. And that's the reason why they decided. Ordinarily, Nigeria wanted to arm and twist them, mm. but you don't do that. I mean, they, they refuse to do that. So it's, it's a good thing. I'm just worried about this fake passport thing, you know, because if you obtain your passport in a fake man, you, have, you carry a fake passport, and it was unlucky. In fact, they were in the plane already when somebody went in and picked, picked them up. So that's the one I'm worried about. But in terms of extradition, I, I'm not sure it's going to work easily, you know, because despite the uh, agreement you know, that we are talking about. But, you uh, know, as you, as you mentioned, um, so that, that they were in the plane already because of course, that was the yeah, account that yeah, we, yes, we got. Yes. Uh, that they were in the plane. Now mm-hmm. someone uh, pointed them out. Yes, uh, and, and, and all. they were dragged out. And, and then you, you just begin to wonder, was it that prior to getting into the plane, uh, it wasn't noticed that the passport had issues or the passport was fake uh, because what we heard was whoever pointed him out pointed him out because he said he was a wanted man exactly because, you know. so so you begin to wonder what, what exactly was going on in that um, period of time uh, was, are, are we sure uh, the old fake passport thing 
didn't come up after uh, the it was picked up because, uh, uh, as we hear, uh, the former chief of army staff yeah, had written the, several letters, two letters asking you know, you have, that you know, he be asking, picked up. The, 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 the Brata is insisting that he's a terrorist. You no, know, he want, he's wanted in Nigeria. He wants to dest- destabilize Nigeria. And, and, and it's and, interesting and, that those uh, those allegations because th- those are not even allegations that. The yes, the DSS did no, make DSS, allegations it, that yeah. it was stockpiling arms. Yes, arms, you know. And the DSS never said it was a murderer. They no. never said. Um, no, but, but but according to uh, the former chief of arms have letter from what we hear, yeah. he said it was a murderer. Yeah, he said it was well, a, murderer, a murderer. You know that um, he stockpiled arms and they showed yeah. it to the whole world and all that. But and he's saying no, they don't belong to me. And so, what offense would you would you tag on him really? Uh, he's a freedom fighter, and that's the reason why people all over Benin, Ibadan, people demonstrated on his back, even in London and all. So people feel this guy is a freedom fighter, and that's why the federal government is going to find it very difficult, you know, to extradite him. Unlike what happened in, you know, Nigeria had uh, 1881 bilateral agreement with Britain, and that was why they were succeeded in bringing and later Nahoro, you know, back to Nigeria. You know, about. 16 of them were accused of treasonable felony, and all the rest of them. And he escaped you know, to Britain, but he was brought back because of the 1881 agreement. But it's not going to happen this time around. I do not see it happening, you know, because even Akintenwa said that much, you know, that the situation that we have, we have on our hands now, is not likely to happen. I'm just worried, like I said, and I'm sure so even they, the lawyers too, will be worried about the status of that passport, you know, because well, it may have come after it because they were already in the play. Don't forget that he, you know, he's used to being a republic. There are, he has so many friends there. In fact, one of them said, don't come to my house again because the Bene people. You know, the letters, you know, Buratai wrote had worked. He said, the, don't come to my house again, but eventually he got there. But uh, uh, the, the professor, I he said something that he said, uh, maybe would have worked. He said he ought not to have gone through Bene Republic. He ought to have gone through Nijay. But again, Niger is the <laughs> is the territory of Mr. President. So one would have uh, that, that, that's why I'm worried that uh, it's better. He went through the source, you know, he went through. But unfortunately, well, it didn't happen the way he wanted it. But well, we are we will have all our eyes on it. But if eventually it comes to Nigeria, it's going to be another, ball another game yes, ball mm. game because. Mm. I mean, about all, I'm sure hundred sons, you know, will be at the <laughs> at the court, you know, to defend him. Well, we'll have to wait and see um, uh, what uh, the decision will be at the Bene Court today. That's if they decide today again. Remember, they were in court yesterday, and uh, the matter was adjourned to you today. But at the moment, uh, his wife has been released. Uh, he remains yeah. in custody there. Uh, that's on the uh, Tribune and a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the punch. Uh, very quickly, uh, says COVID-19 testing stops in 13 states. Delta variant hitting unvaccinated Nigerians uh, comes with a rider. Testing fell by 29% in three months. Federal government cries out as dangerous train spreads fast. Now, there were indications on Thursday that at least 13 states had stopped testing of COVID-19 despite the impending third wave of the disease propelled by the highly infectious Delta strain. Epidemiological data obtained from the Nigeria Center for Disease Control showed that since the first case of the Delta variant was reported on July 8, 2021, only about 23 states and the FCT had been sending reports to the NCDC. This came to the fore on Thursday as data from the NCDC showed that the COVID-19 test reduced from 735,573 to 521,738 in three months amid warning 
by the federal government that the Delta variant was spreading among unvaccinated Nigerians. The NCDC on its website revealed that 735,573 tests were conducted between January 10 and April 11. But between April 11 and July 11, 521,738 were conducted, representing a reduction of 213,835. As of January, um, 10 million... Uh, okay. As of January 10, rather, 1,121,484 COVID-19 tests have been conducted in the country, while 1,857,57 tests were conducted as of April 11. Um, well, the figure rose to 2,378,795 on July 11. Uh, the states that have been sending updates include Cross River, Delta, Edo, Ekiti, Enugu, Gombe, Imo, Jigawa, Kaduna, Kano, Katsina, Kwara, Lagos, Natara, Ogundo, Oshun, Oyo, Plateau, Rivers, Sokoto, Bayelsa, Akwaibo, and the FCT. Those that haven't been sending uh, in the last two weeks, Abia, Adama, Anambra, Bochi, Benue, Berno, Eboni, Kebi, Kogi, Naija, Taraba, Yobe, and Zamfara. Um, well, in fact, among uh, those 13 states, only Yobe has sent an update to the NCDC in the month okay. of July. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the states have been explaining why they've not been testing. Uh, in Bochi, they say uh, they've been testing, but for the past two weeks, they've not tested because they have a lot of challenge on the issue of testing. Some of the challenges are that of reagents are not available. They say there's a problem of electricity and the diesel is not there to power the generators. The man said a lot of issues. That's the executive chairman of their primary health care. Uh, but uh, we haven't been conducting tests. People not turning up. That's according to the, yeah. that's the situation in Benue. Yeah. Uh, Tom Falls NCDC says agency not giving update. Uh, that's the chairman of the expert review committee on COVID. Professor Iwale Tomori said it would be quite difficult to assume that states were not undergoing tests, seeing as the NCDC had failed in its responsibility to give updated data to Nigerians. He, however, stated that if indeed these states had stopped testing, then there was a very big problem. Well, the rest of it is on the punch. COVID-19 testing stops in 13 states. Delta variant hitting unvaccinated Nigerians. Uh, that's on the uh, punch. But then just before I get your contribution, sir, uh, there is uh, the other report on uh, the Tribune and the Guardian. The Guardian says, Minister warns yeah. on consequences of an even rollout of COVID-19. Tasked manufacturers on boosting global production. Fresh report shows decline in treatment of HIV among children. That's a right that yeah, comes yeah, with it. Right, right. Uh, the Minister of Health, Dr. Osage Anuri, has warned that Nigeria and the rest of Africa may continue to suffer the devastating impact of COVID-19 if the global inequitable rollout of vaccines is not addressed. He appealed to vaccine manufacturers to make it easy for countries to share doses and prioritize tech transfer agreements to expand global production. He also urged richer countries to support waivers on intellectual property and facilitate free movement of vital raw materials to scale up production uh, capacity. Well, the rest of it is there on the Guardian this morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the, the minister's uh, lamentation, you know, is understandable. But yeah. default, Brutus is not in our stars, but in ourselves that we are underlings, yeah. uh, because we are we are one of the low income countries, and one would have expected that uh, we put our housing our housing order. And the minister is worried, you know, because of what is happening in countries like India, India, South Africa. Uh, even Minnesota, even in the U.S., because even in the U.S., there is hesitancy of vaccine. So many people do not are hesitant, you know, to take it. And that, that's one aspect of it. But the minister's uh, uh, appeal is understandable in the sense that those countries who have it, God is talking of intellectual property to allow raw materials, you know, to move. He's talking of uh, exchange of technology, you know, the, 
you know, transfer of technology to say this is the way to to boost production. He's complaining about that too, and he's saying yes, they are not even the distribution is uneven, it's unequitable, and that yes, the way whichever way you want to look at it, a harm to one affects every other person. If the economy, if uh, COVID nineteen, especially the uh, uh, Delta variant, affects Nigeria or Ghana or even India, it's going to affect the whole world because it will affect the airlines. It will affect the economy in so many areas. In fact, some countries are even con- you know, contemplating even lockdown for two, three weeks. In fact, England that wanted to open up, but because of the transmissibility of uh, COVID, of uh, Delta variant, you know, they, they are considering it. But so many countries are worried. That's what he's saying. But the fault is us. For instance, take Delta. That you mentioned that the issue of, uh, you mentioned Bochi. Bochi says we don't even have, there's no electricity. Is it the fault of whoever? You know, it's the fault of all. It's our fault that we are not providing electricity. It's even, it's even saying we don't even have the money to buy the diesel. Uh, it's, it's incredible. And if, apart from all that, what I think they should do, you know, is to expand this uh, training, you know, for staff. Mm. Expand training for staff, you know, buy equipment, then disseminate information, you know, mobilize people. Because Nigerians are not being mobilized. Even look at common, you know, non-pharmaceutical protocols. Now, people you know, are not even using it again. The, 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 the very interesting thing is, at the, at the, uh, during the first wave of the virus, right. um, there was the issue of, uh, you know, educating Nigerians, getting Nigerians to believe the existence mm-hmm. of the virus, and then to get them to understand the importance of obeying these non-pharmaceutical yeah. measures. Uh, then the second wave came. And, you know, at that time, it, it was a lot more difficult because for some Nigerians, they felt, well, we, we survived the first wave. Uh, the second wave has nothing on us. And then, you know, with this third wave, for, for, for it's, it's, it just gets more and more difficult to get Nigerians to, you know, see the, uh, the severity of this situation and um, obey these guidelines because uh, just as you were about to mention, if you go around, you, you'd, you'd see the body language, but you'd see the, uh, the attitude. It's the a, hesitancy, just the, like in America. You know, it, 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 it's sad, but I can understand the plight of Nigerians because the first wave, the second wave really, really affected them, especially the lockdown. Mm. I mean, when, there are so many Nigerians who if they don't go out, they cannot even eke out a living. And, and unfortunately, in other countries, they provided palliatives, proper ones, Japan, America, they gave, even businesses, Germany, boosted businesses, and at least to attenuate, you know, to reduce the suffering. But in Nigeria, it didn't happen. Even all the palliatives, you know, people complain about palliatives, and people tied it to politics, you know, people put them in the warehouses and what have you. So, I can understand why Nigerians are, are refusing to do it, but even if somebody wants to commit suicide, is the, uh, the right of the federal government or the government of Nigeria to say, no, you cannot do it. I think something, the, maybe we have to use other agencies, you know, to get across to houses, to get across, you know, through religious bodies, NGOs and more, but we need it. This one is spreading fast and I think uh, something, something ought to be done by government. We don't have to raise our hands up and say, yes, we are finding it difficult, you know, to bring Nigeria. Because, like Benue said, people are not forthcoming. People mm. are not testing. Even this, the statistics brought out by government to say, okay, 23 have tested, 20, 20, 20, 13 are not testing. 
how did you come about that? Because the more you test, the more you know the number of people that have been affected. That's what Tomori is saying. You are not even inform, informing Nigerians. That's NCDC. So it's a lot of problems for all the agencies that are affected. And I think they have to come together to ensure that things get better. Well, um, the um, reports are there. Uh, on uh, the dailies uh, this uh, morning to look out for. The pen-pushing newspapers uh, says uh, council poll uh, People's Democratic Party uh, okay. uh, People's Democratic Party withdraws from race. Uh, that's on the uh, pen-pushing newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the party uh, yeah. in a statement uh, signed uh, by the chairman uh, Sikrila Ogdele yesterday mm-hmm. uh, revealed uh, that they will not be taking part uh, in the local government election uh, slated for tomorrow here in Ogun State uh, well, I'm trying to get a hold of that report but uh, the issues have been there uh, for mm-hmm. a while the PDP they allege that the Ogun State Independent Electoral Commission uh, decided uh, to deal with um, the wrong organ of the party, uh, they said that uh, the uh, PDP, the OXIA gave uh, forms of the party to yeah, an individual yeah. who was, you know, the wrong organ of the party, and that in fact they are, they went on to allege that um, uh, those that are going about calling themselves candidate of the PDP are not members of the so are not members of the party. Uh, they allege that the ruling party has a thing or two. Uh, to do with the situation. The state chapter of the PDP has withdrawn from the local government council election scheduled to hold July 24th tomorrow across the state. Chairman of the opposition party, Honorable Security Agundele, made this known in a statement explaining that the decision was in line with the judgment of the state High Court in a suit between him, between him and the electoral body. The party boss uh, says... <coughs> The party boss had dragged the Ogun State Independent Electoral Commission to court for allegedly supporting a faction of the party to destabilize the party uh, in the state. Uh, yes, exactly what I just narrated. Um, although, they, they argue uh, that uh, they've handed over forms of the party to the faction with the authentic documents. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very interesting situation. But what, what, what we know is that the PDP did have issues here in yeah, Ogun State. Of course. They had two factions, mm. uh, the uh, Ladi Adebo mm. two faction and, and the late Bruji Kashama right. faction. Mm. And um, we know that there was uh, uh, a national body, Salaki's faction. Yeah, you know, Salaki's that came, body, you know, yeah. That came. Uh, they, all over Nigeria. Yes, mm. they came here. They all met. They united them. In fact, uh, I know that they all signed whatever from mm-hmm. both. Yeah, and yeah. they did uh, pick a chairman. Uh, then they, I think maybe a secretary as well. And then they said, uh, go distribute the other, uh, you know, executives amongst yourselves, which they did. So uh, uh, maybe uh, those, those issues are still present. Maybe those issues are, have not all gone. Or maybe this is really a situation of the ruling party just um, disrupting the opposition uh, to make it easier for well, them to win it, the election. Maybe in Nigeria, it's laughable when a political party decides you know, to boycott election. In 1964, there's this major, Obga. Mm. You know, they decided to boycott the elections. The elections took place and the winners were announced. So whether they boycott the election or not, it doesn't really matter. Because already when power, you know, eludes you, when power is not in your hands, you know, there is an extent to which you can look at the campaign in Ogu State. And it's, it's real large, you know, that only one party has been campaigning. In fact, even media houses find it difficult, you know, to bring political parties from other parties you know, from, from other factions you know, and all that so it's, it's, it's sure that APC 
has been campaigning. Maybe because they have the money, maybe because they, they have the machinery and all that. But that is not to say that if elections were to hold prop, true and true, properly, especially when you talk of local government elections where the individual who is coming out is expected to be known by the people, his mm. traje- trajectory, his antecedent, what he has done in the past and all that, m- ordinarily should make him... I, I love you when you we, say expected because they are rarely ever known by the people. Yes, you know, it's, 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 yes, you know, well, because of so many other factors mm. like the bribery and what have you, or helping people, you know, during, during elections. But I expect it because all along, local government elections have never, you know, been transparent. There is a lot, lot of opacity about it, and the ruling party has always won. So I do not expect anything. Maybe that's what PDP is complaining about. But on their own, they have their own problem. But to say that uh, the another party is a fueling problem you know in in, in the ruling party is fueling problem is the normal thing when obasanjo was there the chairman of ad he brought him and gave him a position the national chairman of ad and the man forgot about ad so what is is is, is politics within the context of nigeria i mean you destabilize your up, 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 or your opponent, you know, to get to what it's, what, it's left for the opponent to, 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 be, now, yes, you know, to find a way to exactly that. That's it. And their own house, they have not even put their own house in order. Look at the, the way people are moving away from that party, although because because Saraki and Endeavor, even up to Edo, there's mm. a lot of problems in Edo state now because the man has you know coveted the machinery of the state, so it's all over Nigeria. Is even if another party comes at the national level, you still have these splinter groups and what have you. Because when you are in a party, it's what you have, what you can gain that people go there to, not not uh, the interest of the party. But unfortunately, we will see the outcome of the election. Like we are, we will all, we will all see, we will all see. <laughs> see it no, but because once you are in it's a, a power a, a, a winner takes all. That's the, that's that's the politics in Nigeria. Winner takes all. Well, you are there. You take her. So, but, but can, can, would you would you be surprised? Because check out what happened in Oyo, for example. The, the APC, uh, which is the opposition at the moment, they withdrew from the election as well. So it's uh, only natural that the PDP wins. They are also withdrawing here as well. So exactly. Even in Lagos. Lagos. I mean, there is, do you have PDP? <laughs> is there a PDP? So, someone made a joke recently. Said the PDP is sponsored by the APC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's all once it's winner takes all. Once you are there. You covet every virtually everything. Although that's not supposed to be so, especially when it has to do with local government election. Mm-hmm. Because it's local. Every politics is local. You know you the person, you cancel law coming out from your area. Although after winning the election, we don't see them again. In fact, mm-hmm. after voting in uh, the last election in uh, the, for the local government, I I cannot recognize my you know my councillor, not to talk of the chairman. You know, it's sad. It's been, sad. He's been busy working for it, you. Oh, okay. That's okay, why. but I've not seen the work. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sad that we have that kind of policy. It's not supposed to be so. Mm. I mean, elections are supposed to be transparent. Let the winner, whoever the people want in that area, let them, you know, let them vote for the person. But on this local government election, especially the chairmanship, because the governor needs this local government to win the second time. I mean, that's the policy because mm. the machinery of power, the machinery of the party is in the hands of the local government chairman and the councillors. And so, the governors don't always want it to slip from their hands. So it's there. Even if, well, so, some some uh, holders of power, some political parties, they know how to do it. They win all the local government chairmen and give <laughs> maybe one or two councillorship 
positions. And as soon as they buy them over, even in go and look at the houses of assemblies, you know, uh, the people about yeah. three, four, five. These are, these are Facebook methods, exactly. Right? You know, and it's there, it's there. Anyway. I, in, uh, in the in, uh, by, by way of joking, mm. I I I, I lawyer later, this arcane lawyer when they accused MPN, you know, uh, between 1979 and 1983, uh, UPN accused them, ah, you know, why, why are you at the national level, landslide victory and all that. I can know you said, ah, ah. we know how we used to do it. In fact, that we have only used one out of 23, 23 methods, <laughs> methods that we it's known to all of us. You know, wow. so. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's good. I mean, it's good. I mean, let's... <laughs> Council poll, PDP, withdraws from race in August stages on the Pempushi newspapers. The Guardian says Tinubu Igbo candidacy divide APC's planned consensus option for 2023 presidency. Uh, that's um, I, I'm just mentioning that headline uh, yes. for you to yeah. go check out. That's uh, an interesting conversation very that know will come up uh, at, at some point eventually. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll leave them to sort their matter for now. And then <laughs> we'll be here to see how it goes. Uh, but talking of elections, Syriaki cautions National Assembly over usurpation of INEC powers on results transmission. Uh, says a failure to review 3% PIB mistook security issues. Now, a member of the Senate Committee on Electoral Matters, uh, Siraki Dixon, has warned against the usurpation of the powers of the Independent National Electoral Commission. Uh, oh, no. I can't find it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I can't find it. Has warned against the powers of the Independent National Electoral Commission uh, by, the, by the National Assembly. Uh, okay, uh, as warned against the usurpations of the Independent National Electoral Commission in the mode of transmitting results of the 2023 poll, Dixon, who represents Bielsa West Senatorial District, spoke to reporters in Abuja insisting the decision by the Upper Legislative Chamber of the electoral amend- on the Electoral Amendment Bill was in breach of constitutional provisions. The former Bielsa State Governor, who is a member of the PDP, expressed fear that the court may ultimately overturn the position of the National Assembly on the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lawmaker was, however, optimistic that the conference committee of the National Assembly will corrupt the anomaly in the interest of the nation. He said, first, as a member of the committee, we did a good job, which would have taken care of all the controversies now being raised. That draft would have enabled INEC to transmit electronically wherever and whenever they felt there's technology available to them to transmit results. You can see the attacks on the National Assembly and attacks on the Senate especially. While casting my vote for electronic transmission, I made it very clear that it's unconstitutional for the National Assembly or any arm or anybody to subordinate the independence and operational powers conferred by the Constitution on INEC. You can't subordinate INEC to any other body. It is not possible. And if that ends up as a position of National Assembly, you can be very sure of what is likely the decision of the court will be. And that is why you have the executive legislature and the judiciary. Uh, he said further, laws that are part that passed that are inconsistent with the Constitution will be challenged. I said on the floor that it is unconstitutional to subject the operational independence of INEC to another agency, no matter how technical, no matter how highly placed uh, that agency is. Well, he went on to talk about the PIB, asking the president not to um, assent to it, saying there are still issues uh, to sort out. Yeah, yes. No, uh, well, the, the advice he gave, you know, has been given by so many other people. Uh, my uh, uh, Tambua, you know, did that much because it was former. Uh, speaker Speaking. of the House of Assembly, and he said he quoted sections, two sections, seventy-eight and all that. The there is no the, the constitution has given the powers to INEC to organize elections and to declare so and transmit elect whichever way they wanted. But you trust Nigerian politicians. Uh, unfortunately, even the House of Preps is now saying the man who came from NCC, you know, has sworn and and uh, has sworn an oath when he came to the office, and what he did is. 
Yeah, he lied on oath, you know, and all that, you know. So it's Pajuri. Mm. Because already the three bodies had met NCC, uh, INEC, and, and even the uh, NCC and INEC. They met. And maybe they talked about it. And and yes, they met and decided that this thing is possible. In fact, INEC said we have tried it in Imo, in, in, in Anambra, in Edo, and all that. So, what's the problem? But again, the fear has been raised by some others, maybe justified in certain respects. Because if you look at other countries too, there have been issues. In 2014, Malawi adopted it. But the equipment they brought in was so complicated that, in fact, they had to drop it again. In 2018, Zambia wanted to adopt the method, but the opposition cried out that if you do it this way, you are going to rig election. So it's uh, one man's meat is another man's poison. But within the context of Nigeria, or, or maybe it's just a situation of um, you know people being uh, not, not entirely uh, you know being receptive to change to, to change exactly. Mm. But within the context of Nigeria, even if you look at two G, three G, not to even talk of five G, some other countries, China had come up with five G. Fine, at that. 2G, 3G, 78% of Nigeria is covered. You know, when you talk of internet penetration. So what are we talking about? Is because some people are not comfortable with it. Look, elections are won and lost at collision centers. And this is the only thing that can prevent it. And that's the reason why some people are saying no. But let's hope the conference, you know, will resolve the matter. But even if you talk at the conference, it depends on the party. Because people follow their parties, party party loyalty this mm. time around. Mm. I'm not too sure the conference will resolve the matter. Because largely, it's only the PDP that has been crying foul. In fact, Siriaki Dixon walked out, you know, at the, at the plenary. And so it's the PDP that has been saying no. Although some APC members too, in fact, some absconded. APC members absconded. Mm. Three mm. senators mm. from Augusta mm. absconded mm. from Putin. Mm. You know, so let, let's just hope. But th- that, that's the only thing that is best for Nigeria. Let's experiment it. There's nothing wrong with it. If 78%, if I, the NCC says, and INEC says, well, well, the NCC said 43. Yeah, the, no, no, at the initial, but, at the, the, at the, the broadband the, plan. The, yes, they said 43, but 78, you know, mm. by broadband plan. So what is the problem with that? All right, we'll, we'll take a very quick pause and um, talk to you in a bit. Don't go anywhere. Some people have that special phone number. Sometimes it's the first number you ever had. Or that number that rhymes with your birthday. Or the number that your first girlfriend, Titi, gifted you. Hmm. Now, imagine having that number taken away from you and giving to someone else, all because your line was inactive. Oh, no. Oh, my. Such painful stuff. But guess what? With Glow Always On, that won't happen because for just 500 Naira, you stay connected to the Glow Network even if your SIM is inactive. Now you can really rest easy and never worry about any of that because Glow Always On will keep your phone number for you. Just dial star 777 hash and select Always On to subscribe. Thank you for staying with us. Time to talk to you. Still freshly pressed this Friday morning. The numbers 0815-432-1079. or 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. 
0809. Remember, we're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions. Please tell us your name, where you're calling from. Get straight to your point. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. You have Solomon on the line. Good morning, Mr. Solomon. Talk to us. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Solomon. Um, good news. Yeah. The six uh, super yeah, has arrived. Mm. That's a good news. Mm. And at least for some people who have been asking one billion dollars, what do you use it for? I think uh, this super to come get five hundred thousand. And uh, secondly, if it would, government generation in the city, I am not surprised. Oh. And it is not uh, it's not happening in the good city. It happens everywhere. I said it time without number. Local government election in Nigeria has become a comedy. I will I will be out. even the one in Lagos tomorrow. If opposition win five seats, I will be shocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go check. I know. It has only happened. In Kaduna, say what yeah. you want to say about the mm-hmm. fight. It has only happened in the Kaduna. Mm-hmm. Right. Go to PVP states, APC states, right. become a ritual. So, as far as I'm concerned, oh, that's shame of the shame. All right, because of our time, thank you. All right, thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, you might try again. Hello, good morning. Let's hope this. Hello, good morning, oh, great. Uh, Mr. Good morning. And Mr. Eddie. Good morning. Yeah. Am I on? Yes, yeah. you are. What's your name? Where you calling? Yeah, my name is Folain Bolan from Michigan. Yeah, I want to have my take on this uh, PDP withdrawing the antenna from the election. Mm-hmm. Right from start, the antenna. I, I, I think I could remember some uh, interviews with the uh, some of them. Yes. I, I always say they didn't put their house in order. That's why they have the issue. But this should be a big lesson for them because they've named themselves before the election. You understand? Because they didn't put everything the way it's supposed to be. So if they withdraw, it's just for them to rearrange. Mm-hmm. So they should they should not withdraw and you know take it to a uh, like a battle. It should be a lesson for them. Thank you very much. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Well, hello. Good morning. Yeah, I'm coming deeply from Shawanjo. Good morning. Yeah. The local public election, people are not very serious with it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the government in power always control it. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we want in our area is just um, the chairman and the president to perform their duties accordingly. And the benefit of the government is because. All our local government, local roads has not been pushed. So, I like to Oh, we're struggling to hear you. Apologies, we have to let you go. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, Wally. Good morning. Good morning, Prof. Good morning, Mr. Uh, do I say chief? Somebody's <laughs> adding chief. <laughs> Who do we have here? My name is, my name is Paul Udni. I'm calling from Mabel Kuta. I prefer Prof. That's what you have to ask. Uh, my, I, I, I laugh at PDP in Oku State. Yeah. They are just not serious. Even APC has its own internal opposition. Yet, PDP cannot even play on that and be, and be strong opposition in Oku State. <laughs> they are fighting forever. Is it that eh? easy? Is it that easy? They are just fighting forever. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm so sorry about it. But that doesn't stop me from clearing everything. Even though they could have even gotten two or three, yeah. but they, they, they are now withdrawing. On uh, Ibo, I keep saying, the wife has now been released yeah. because the passport was found not to be legal and all that. I think we should really truly stand. I, I give kudos to the only for, for putting up a committee that we really stand for this guy because he really stood for spoke for Yoruba and we shouldn't really let him suffer for it. Let him in Ah, we need to fight the legal jamming the streets, blocking the roads, appealing to people that they should vote for them. Unfortunately, there is a kind of, you know, disagreement and disarmament in PDP, so they have that on the go. When I pray that, you know, it's not convicted for this, you know, password for you or whatever, because it is very good. It's something that is looking for seeking for and I'm about to look for well, we got the bulk of your yeah. point, all right? Um, mm-hmm. Apologies. I don't know. Uh, the question uh, we one of them is not the smoothest mm-hmm. uh, this morning. Yeah. I, th- I think it's the 0815. Uh, hello, hello, good morning. Hello. Yeah, uh, yeah me, James, calling from uh, Obadia. Oh, good morning, Mr. James. Uh, on Sunday, Guru Kiss. First and foremost, how did Sunday Adiyama get to Kutonu? We cannot erase our corrupt the law enforcement against her before I could get to the public of Benin. However, public of Benin being a Vakovo country, mm-hmm. with the inheritance of good governance from their colonial masters, like France, <laughs> will make sure justice is done mm-hmm. to how Sunday was able to be in possession of Benin's passport, mm-hmm. which is not a 24-day document to process. Part of it is you must present three members of your family that are bearing the same surname with you okay. among so many others. Yeah. To be guilty of being in possession of Benin's passport, yeah. the date time is not less than 21 years. Wow. It has not been amended. Wow. So, we got purpose. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Thank you. Hello? 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 Wow. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, well, uh, this is What's, uh, Sunday. Okay. You're calling from where, Mr. Sunday? Uh, well, calling for a good speaker, sir. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Eddie, I enjoy your analysis, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Sir, don't let us blame the PDP we doing. Hmm. Thank God we all know the internal politics we play in Nigeria. The power to be will frustrate the opposition to get grace. Yeah. Then about uh, this Plane arrived, the arrival of a yeah. uh, super uh, plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The to be that no plane at this this cannot destroy. We need to come together and condemn mm. what is happening to our man. Come together and condemn it. Because this year, they have started some people as terrorists. And it's not the terrorists. Let us just pray. I'm pretty that this country will get better. Amen. All right. Because we are we are really we are really fed up. We are really fed up. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Thank you for your contribution, sir. Um, I don't know whether I can um, still squeeze in any via the phone lines, but on Facebook this morning, there are a number of your reactions. Um, okay. Oh, you're doing okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Tunde Kolaoli says, uh, well done. Oh, thank you very much. Uluwale Akinloto says, let Nigeria buy government extradite go backbone and they will not have... Nah. Uluwale uh, Akinloto, he goes on to... Wow. Yeah, just yeah, he's just not in a yeah. good mood this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Olu, he goes on to say Canada is under lockdown for COVID deals every mm-hmm. arrive in Virginia. They're mm-hmm. just trying to allow twenty percent relief. Mm-hmm. You cannot enter into the country without a genuine reason, mm-hmm. and uh, it's mandatory to wear masks. Also, Olu Soji. Akinche Lawrence says, it's not, isn't it laughable that some states in Nigeria are not testing for Delta variant of COVID because of lack of fuel yeah, to power the generator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an evidence of national unpreparedness in tackling health matters. Federal government should wake up. Samuel Balogun uh, says, good morning, Mr. Eddie Ali Bakari. Don't be surprised if Nigeria government announces border closure with Benin government if they refuse to play down the gallery. They will mm. just come on that one flimsy excuse just to punish me the government. <laughs> but the world is watching. It is unfortunate that we think the PDP voluntarily withdrew. I think you should have seen the handwriting of the Dakwabiodo and the APC caucus on the wall. They hated to be opposed. They were afraid of the opposition party. They succeeded in using the state apparatus uh, in frustrating the major opposition. Lyra Lacombe says, the arrival of six Super Tocano fighters just a cheering news, uh, which if properly engaged, it will go a long way in decimating the ranks of the undesirable elements. INEC should oversee the conduct of local government elections if we are to have free, fair and credible elections in Nigeria. Uh, we are not oblivious uh, of the fact that OXEC chairman and the governor going out, governor going out to the states, though we cannot exonerate the PDP for not being a strong opposition yeah. in the state. They have a broken wall. Uh, that is what the APC Lisa took advantage to enter into the rank of file. This is very unfortunate, but Dakwa and APC are really culpable. The, it says there is a day of reckoning. That's Kalawaliano talking about the PDP situation. Yes, yes, That's yes. it. Everyone, you know, a lot of people are just saying uh, the, the the ruling party must have had a hand in it. But you know, at the end of the day, there's also the question about what was the situation in inside the, in the yes PDP. inside PDP. Okay. So, you know, Although so I've, I've also listened to uh, to opposition uh, parties a lot of times when they have just say it's not very easy fighting mm-hmm. this uh, ruling party. It's not. It's not, it's not. All right, that's the program this morning, Miss Adiano. Thank you for your thoughts. Sir. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us uh, this Friday. That's the program this week. Enjoy your Friday. Please continue to stay safe. Good morning. From the Rock City of Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. On to Kediri, Kediri, Omilutiti. Fresh 107.9 FM La Beoluma. One Boloke Lala. Balawa. Bilwa Beoluma.
Cause I want you I should, I should Cause you my go-go team 